Welcome to episode 75 of the Adelan Rising podcast, where your hosts, Saren, Lynn, and Adam. In today's episode, we discuss Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. season 7, episode 4, Out of the Past. Hi guys, how are you? I'm alright, how are you? Uh, I'm, I'm okay. Um, I guess, before we get started, to all our Inhumans listeners out there, uh, there is a Ms. Marvel short story out about on the internet that is free to read by G. Willow Wilson. Um, you can find it on Marvel's website. Uh, I highly recommend you read it because we will be discussing it in a future episode. Yeah, we're quarter of the way through. Uh, it, well, almost quarter of the way through Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. now. That makes me sad. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, there's, there's what? There's uh, This is episode four. Nine more to go after this one. So at least we've got nine more episodes. Yeah. But the countdown has begun. Makes me makes me sad because this season has been the most enjoyable yet. And I think this episode um has been my favorite Agents of Shield episode, hands down, so far. Also, poor Enoch, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. <laughs> so sad. He's just he's just like, you know, he's the oh. um of sadness yeah he's just the guy that puts him through and then the only guy that really wants to know how he is and that kind of stuff he's just like nah fuck it i'm oh, just gonna whatever oh so, <laughs> uh, it was a good episode um You're just like yeah we'll meet up with him later it's fine who cares about what? enoch's feelings i do I, mean, I care about enoch's feelings i like the fact that he's got i, I kind of hope i hope that when they finally catch up with him the person who goes to get him is fitz i hope so that, that would when, when fitz finally joins up he needs to go rescue his best friend yeah i i think i think that'd be quite cool to to have it all kind of tied together but i think that's probably going to be that's probably going to be what happens because i mean we we've we've called it so far haven't we <laughs> i mean sarah and you called it in last episode where they're gonna kind of they they decided to to take Sousa back from Spoiler was that alert. me or was that that was that me, Lynn? man? That was Lynn. Oh, sorry, Lynn. That was you. Sorry, don't. But listen. you were the one who who called it that it was that Harry Potter thing, like. Oh, what that everything was all determined as opposed to well, to be fair, I mean that wasn't. I I I I only called called it like that because you cannot really do ripples and waves unless you're really determined to change the timeline. I don't think they're determined to change the timeline. So I think the whole predetermined stuff is going to be the the way that they do it. So do we need to recap the episode just in case to remind our listeners? Or I mean, it started out with uh, with with basically Coulson kind of recollecting everything that happens. It's a bit of a noir esque episode, um, and it's uh, I I think they kind of they went all in on this one. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah you're kind of right in yeah. saying that one they went all in on the noir stuff which i'm kind of not a huge fan of noir i kind of i found the whole black and white thing was just a bit i don't know i just I thought uh, it was great i thought it was fantastic i loved it like as soon as we realized why the noir episode is why like it explains why it, it's basically that colson's malfunctioning from the last episode so he has this internal monologue and he can't see in color anymore. <laughs> so <laughs> he recaps it. Yeah. I mean, it, so then they, well, they just go all in with the, the lighting and the camera angles. Oh, it's so great. The, the light through the blinds. It was perfect. The snappy dialogue. Yeah. 
Um, and so they're what they're trying to do is they're trying to prevent uh, Agent Souza's murder because he was the first one to find out that Hydra had infiltrated C- Shield, and Hydra um, had to eliminate him. Um, they thought it was another reason. Um, they thought it had the Russians that had killed him, but it had actually been Hydra. So um, they make the call to make a wave. And instead of um, Sousa actually dying, they dress Coulson up as Sousa. Um, Coulson, because he's an LMD, can survive getting shot and then floating in a pool for a few hours. And um, they wind up bringing uh, Daniel Sousa with them. And there was this great line at the end where Sousa was like, why didn't you just lead with the, with the line that you were from the future? <laughs> I forget what Coulson's response was to that, but. Well, he basically said, isn't that obvious? Um, <laughs> because, I mean, it would have it would have made a bigger wave, I think, than anything right. else he could have yep. said. Yeah. And um, but... Sousa was a badass, though. Like, I just have to say, I love Daniel Sousa from Agent Carter, but this episode made me mm-hmm. love him even more. I like the fact that he's he's basically going to become like a full time member of the Agents of Shield cast for from now onwards. But, like he's got to be right. I mean, there's no way they can't use him. No, no, he's he's coming with them. And you know yeah. what though? Here's the thing: they they kind of name drop the Avengers um in this episode, and the actor Envar, I cannot pronounce his last name, and I apologize. Um, he was he played an, a cop in the first Avengers movie, so now. There's this theory that, you know, they the, the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. jump forward in time to that point of the Avengers. And it, it's not really like a cop who's related to him. It's actually Agent Sousa disguised as a cop so, <laughs> from the Avengers movie. So we'll see if that happens because that'd be kind of cool. I, I like the fact that they brought back um, uh, Wilfred Malik again. Yes. And I yep. like the fact that Deke managed to get out of that purely by saying hey it was me that saved you like you know yeah. 20 right. 20 or 30 years ago uh, yeah. I I, really oh cool. great i eat my vegetables <laughs> <laughs> i mean being the head of hydra i'm pretty sure that he knew what was going on in there in some way um and also the, the chronicoms kind of did but didn't have an awful lot to do in this episode like i i found that they um that they did a lot of the subtle stuff as opposed to the real big stuff other than, you know, other than the bit at the end, like they replaced, um, replacing Sousa's contract, uh, contact. Um, and the fact that they, they basically tried to intercept Coulson and, uh, and Sousa on the train, which was another really cool scene. Actually, that whole, the whole train sequence mm-hmm. was really good. I thought, um, but yeah, I mean, the Chronicoms kind of, they still got their, still got their face around things and kind of still looking at uh, still trying to take out shield but i think this one that was kind of more more subdued version of them um it was it was really enjoyable though i really enjoyed it and then obviously at the end you've got the uh, the main chronicom uh, i can't remember his name he kind of went out to wilfred malik and's like yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna ha- i can help you now i come from the future so yeah. that was good um it would also kind of i guess it would kind of explain things as to how Hydra got so big, but also so not, you know, not visible, if that makes sense. So up until Winter Soldier, when they kind of like came out and, and said, hey, here we are, we could take over S.H.I.E.L.D. now, bloody, bloody, blah. So they had a kind of come helping them. Yeah. 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 And Whereas I, uh, we just yeah. use Enoch as a telephone operator. <laughs> <laughs> that 
That's it. Yeah, yeah. The telephone operator. That's what I was looking for. But I did love his tiki bar. Right? What was it called again? The Crazy Canoe. Yes, that was right. (laughs) And I cannot wait for the next episode because you know it's going to be Disco Enoch. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And 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 the in the in the preview it's the um, come with me if you conti- wish to continue to exist. With the <laughs> yeah, nice Terminator reference in there. That was pretty good. Yeah, uh... no. Next, next, the next episode is going to be wild. It's going to be absolutely wild. But this oh, this episode was like perfection for me. Also, um, I guess the other thing we need to point out is Agent May. In that... Yeah, she's yep. become a bit of a. She's become much more of an empath. Yeah, she. To... Yeah, that's going to be interesting and see how that plays out because it's so very not how May is. Like, I mean, not that she was never like empathic before, but she was always so close to the chest, and now she is the opposite, basically. But only when she's in close contact with someone, which yeah. I, I thought that the end was kind of heartbreaking when Coulson, Robo Coulson, sees her and everything comes back in color. Yeah, he's, and... he's still he has all the memories. He's Twitter paid, and she's like, "Yeah, I got nothing," and walks away. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty pretty sad. It it just kind of reminds I... me of Panacea and Swain. Yes, yeah, from the Inhumans comics, where we have an empath paired up with someone that their powers don't work on. Right, and it's kind of one of those things where it's like actually that makes perfect sense, but in in Agents of Shield have kind of like made it so no no we're not you know it, it doesn't it doesn't work and it's just like it's a bit sad. So. <laughs> Poor guy, and you know, you get start getting into the do robots have emotions? Because right now, May is the most robotic of them all when she's not near somebody. Because we've got yeah, Coulson who still acts like Coulson, and we have poor, poor sad Enoch whose feelings are so hurt. Yeah, that line with the guy who who was drunk that uh, Enoch had to listen to his saga of sadness. <laughs> And the guy was like, you're my best friend. And Enoch was like, no. No. I'm all alone. No, I'm just, <laughs> yeah. I'm just a barman. I'm just Enoch. a cocktail making man. All alone in this world. Yeah. I, 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 did, I did kind of hope for a Koenig again. Um, but we didn't get a Koenig. No. Especially but, you know, if there had been a Koenig, been... he would have been really young. They'd have to de-age him. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So we might get I mean, a 70s Koenig. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> that's gonna that's gonna be uh, that's gonna be current Koenig's uh, dad, isn't it? That's gonna be like middle yep. Koenig. It'll so be the middle pro- Koenig, prohibition, <laughs> prohibition Koenig, and then current Koenig's daddy Koenig. We're getting disco Koenig. Koenig. disco Koenig, disco Koenig. Yep. <laughs> With the polyester Koenig. suit and bell bottoms. If he doesn't and, oh, and chains, no. oh, it'll be, it'll be amazing. I guess that's the later seventies, though. What? Yeah. Well, we don't know what. What year? It's uh, seventy three, I think, because it's uh, the year that No One Missed a Nice Guy came out, uh, which was nineteen seventy three. Which is why I, I think that's the why the bottoms yet. Then the did they? Yes, they did. Yeah, they would have. Uh, yes. Yeah, I was gonna say this is coming out of the swing in sixties. Yeah, so yeah. they're, they're early seventies. It's all 60s. about that disco. Oh yeah, so we're <laughs> definitely gonna be getting disco Koenig. Yeah, late late seventies was I think a bit more bit more kind of metal. Yeah. That's all right. I'm 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 excited for it. And uh, I, I yeah, love I'm... in the the preview pictures that we've still got Sousa in his 1950s suit. Yes, yeah. he's like, no, I am a man from the 1950s, and this is what I wear. 
Well, we don't know about wearing in crazy um, futuristic fashions. What would be interesting is if they put uh, Sousa in that like that healing tube thingy, and because uh, oh, obviously he's got, a, he's, leg got he's got a dodgy leg. Yeah, I mean that would make perfect sense to go into if if he does go into the Avengers movie. Um, and it would be that would be a really nice reference, wouldn't it? I mean, that'd be so good. But I think I think that's that may be what happens next. Uh, could be. I don't know. I'm just excited we've got Sousa on the team now because his his whole attitude is going to be a nice contrast to the team that's been working together for so long. It'll be it'll be fun. <laughs> I think they're just going to start talking. He's just going to be like, "What the fuck?" So, well, that and we're going to get we're going to get we're going to get Coulson nerding out constantly, probably. Yeah, because yeah, nerdy Coulson's my favorite Coulson. But it would be it would be so it would be such a nice kind of. Uh, like a nice loop to tie if their last mission does end up being in 2012 New York. And well, I, I think would probably, it would make, it would actually work would make, because wouldn't yeah. that work? Because it would be, it would be the next, cause if they jump again, it'll be 2000 or it'll be, um, the nineties, it'll be the nineties. And then if they jump 20 years from the nineties, it would be the 2010s. So yep. that, that lines up. Yeah. I mean, the <laughs> no one try explain the Avengers timeline. That's uh, <laughs> that's just like uh, Spider Man tried doing it, and then it was like, no, you just messed up even more. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, I, I I don't know. I think they might start because uh, now they're kind of going to tie it in with actual events that happen in the MCU. I think it's going to be, I think the jumps might become smaller and smaller, like 1973, and then you you've got uh, the the uh, well. The first scenes of Ant Man, I think, are in 1980. I want to say. Um, yeah, they're in 1989. Yeah, and then you've got the stuff with uh, Howard Stark in 1993. You got the stuff with uh, Captain Marvel in 1993 too, because Coulson was involved in that, or 95 yeah. or whatever. Yep. Yeah, and then you've got more stuff towards the late 90s, early 2000s, like uh, start of Iron Man three was uh, New Year's uh, 2000. Um, what else is there? There's loads of stuff. I think I think they're going to start, hopefully, start sort of thinning it down and start tying it to more of the MCU movies and MCU events. Um, and then they're going to create the classic bootstrap paradox of "It was us all along. <laughs> we created history," <laughs> uh, which I think is going to. I I do think that would tie it up so nicely. You know, the fact that because in the beginning, Agents of Shield was very much tied to events, and then it kind of like became a bit less tied to current events in the MCU, particularly uh, series season five and six. Um, and then they kind of, they're bringing it all back and that would be, it'd just be such a nice, nice way to tie it all together. I agree with you. Yep. I agree with you. It would be pretty, pretty awesome if they did that. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that we might've missed in this episode, other than I loved it and you all need to watch it. Um, I think it was a, it was a fairly linear story, but the only other thing is, um, what is the uh, what is the object? Oh, that's, oh that's that the, it was a piece of technology that Howard Stark, but it looked like like it was alien technology to me. But I don't know. Oh, I, I'm I'm almost certain it's going to be alien yeah. technology. It's probably like they, Yeah, I, yeah, and the fact that it kind of you know it, it basically helped create every single piece of technology that that shield uses at that point you know even the zephyr is built on the basic technology from that 
All right. So if it's not Cree technology, what kind of technology do you think is in human technology or? No, I, I think it's Cree. I think it's, it'll, yeah. be, it'll be they've already inter- The Cree has been a big part of the series too. Like the, they've had the Cree in the show. So it probably is. Yeah. And they've also, and also the fact that Cree have featured, uh, you know, in the movies as well. So maybe we'll find out later. Maybe. We may. Maybe. Or maybe nine episodes to go. <laughs> so nine weeks, nine weeks left. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's pretty scary, actually, the fact it's only nine weeks. Yeah. And I think there's like a mini hiatus in between um, a couple of episodes. I forget what they are. Um, but I think there's like a mini hiatus. Like there's mm-hmm. going to be a couple of weeks where we don't have any new episodes and then they're going to launch. Yeah. And the- I don't know when that falls. On the wiki page, I think it's after something like episode five or six. Episode six, it kind of stops listing the air dates. I think it's after episode six. It's like seven onwards. So you get one, two, three, four, five, six, and then seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. So which is really odd because like this is this is the only problem I have with like odd numbered well, series. Well, there are thirteen. Like, yeah, there are thirteen. Decent... Yeah, but I, I think that's probably because the the finale will be a two parter. Well. I mean, it's obviously going to be a two-parter because all of these have been two-parters so far. Either that or it's going to be two hours. Yeah, true. Yeah. It could be a, a two-parter in itself. Right. Mm-hmm. So and then right, I, could, I can see minutes. them I can see them making the series finale two hours, so I could see them doing that. But we'll see. It's, it's weird that you don't get all the information kind of like up front because that's the... I don't, I don't know if you, if you can go on to like IMDb and just have a look at every single episode and what the run times are and all that kind of thing. Great. June 10th episode was called Alien Comedies from the Future. Yeah, um, that's last week. Out of the Past was June 27th. Next is called A Trout in the Milk. Yep. And then July 1st is Adapt or Die. And then episode 7.7 is July 8th. And then it sounds like, oh, it looks like we're not skipping any weeks at all because then there's 7.8, but they don't have the names of 7.7 through the others. But it doesn't look, the air dates aren't skipped so it looks like we're not having a hiatus they're doing it yeah i mean I, I don't think it would make an awful lot of sense to have a hiatus especially at this point considering uh i don't know about you in the u.s but in the uk there's been production breaks on every single main mainstream tv show going mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. so and this was I, already you know, filmed over a year ago yeah that's what i mean so it already exists and therefore it doesn't in my opinion it wouldn't make sense to put a hiatus in there if they haven't got anything to fill it um I, how I, all the marvel shows have been delayed yeah exactly right. might as well put some out there but i mean the production's started again soon here so i don't know if it is over there not quite yet um i know they're trying to re- resume filming for falcon and winter soldier and uh, the czech republic um but I'm yeah that's sure the thing the... although the, the czech republic did really well in um uh in introducing some form of lockdown so i think i think you know they're they're probably one of the better countries to follow in terms of uh what they're doing and how they're structuring things and yeah so when they get back to filming we know that they're safe so right so we will see but i'm glad at least we have this and i think this i don't know what the ratings have been for agents of shield but i hope it's been better than the past because um at least i hope so because at least it's some sort of marvel thing going on i think i think the i think the overnights have been less than two million an episode so i think from from what the wikipedia said it was like 1.1.2 i think for most episodes i think the thing that saved the series in general was that the streaming was very strong though 
So like maybe people didn't yeah. watch it live, but th- they watch it like the next day or the day after. I, th- I think I think that is the case for a lot of TV shows. TV shows now. I think Doctor Who is also kind of uh, had the same sort of issue with that. Most overnights from Doctor Who has been like three or four million people because number one they moved it to a Sunday, and number two, season eleven, series eleven was terrible. So. Yeah, I think I think digital is going to be the thing that you know. I think we're kind of in a bit of a transition period for most TV shows, where digital is obviously backing it up massively. Like Netflix is going massively, Amazon Prime, Disney Plus, and all that are, are doing incredibly well. But um, yeah, I think live TV is is probably on a slow decline at this point. Could be. Yeah. But uh, anyway, what are we going to rate this episode in Koenigs? I'd give it a I, five out of five Koenigs. I give it five out of five Koenigs. So I, I would give it a four out of five Koenigs. So we'd That's averaging it. We're, we're averaging at four point six out of five Koenigs, right? Probably. I guess so. Is my maths any good there? <laughs> <laughs> my maths is terrible. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I, my math is really bad, so I'm gonna trust your judgment and say that's four points. You just didn't like it because it was black and white. Yeah. Is that the only thing you didn't I, like about I, it? I, it wasn't the only thing. I found the. I thought the story was a bit slow, and I thought oh, the God, story really? was a bit. Yeah, I thought the story was a bit kind of. There was no oomph about it. It was very much a. I, I think I think I think you're probably right. It's more the like the noir esque kind of thing about it that was just it not didn't bore me, but it didn't keep me intrigued. It didn't keep me in it. Um, yeah, so that's why I'll give sorry it a four. To hear that. Okay, so, so Adam has an aversion to, to noir. <laughs> Apparently so. <laughs> but for the rest of us, it was a five out of five. Yes. So I'll read your recommendations. I'd really recommend Spider Spider Man Noir uh, because I think it's one of the best comic <laughs> book series ever. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm kidding. I, I've never read Spider-Man Noir. I thought uh, it was good, though. I, I, I thought it was good. good. And, and I really liked Nick Cage in Into the Spider-Verse. He was, it was fantastic. <laughs> uh, but no, I, I think for this episode, I just think the story, the story was good, but it was just very, you know, it was very linear, very A to B, very sort of... Uh, well, that's because they were going for the... They were leaning film all noir. In. Yeah, so and maybe that's, that's my issue. Were... Is 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 the genre? You know, I loved I loved the first I loved the first four episodes because or three episodes rather because they were genres I really liked. But uh, I think this one it just went for a different a different kind of different point of view, and it's just like eh, maybe not. Oh, that's why I loved it. It it yeah. it was I was all in on it. As soon as they were leaning in on it, I was sold. I was like, nope, this is my favorite episode. <laughs> this is my favorite episode by far. I just I just had a lot of fun with it. Like it was just fun for me. I loved it. I was I totally went with so it. So I think it was really uh, fun. if if I wasn't available for recording today, you would have got a, f- a full five out of five uh Koenigs for this episode. But I've bought it down to a four point six. <laughs> well, four point seven if you round up, Adam. Yeah, Adam, Adam but, didn't you know, didn't doesn't appreciate the genre. I I I have just yeah I don't, I probably don't I, I just don't. <laughs> it's never one that's very really intrigued me. It's not a it's not a genre I go out, out of my way to to watch. Kids it's like it's states. like when, 
It's like when they did it to Logan. It's like when they did it to Logan, I thought, you know, a friend of mine watched it and he said, I was really good in black and white. And then I started watching it. I was like, but but we live in the 21st century and I look outside and it's color. I, uh, black and white's just not my thing. <laughs> I thought for, for the, it was very appropriate. <laughs> That's fair <sighs> enough. I, I, I this would have rocked it too as a radio episode as well. They just like did a podcast of it, kind of like those old 1950s sci-fi. Mm-hmm. So it would have been, been it would cool have been too. perfect for blind people because it would have amazing audio description with Coulson's narration. Yeah, <laughs> they should just like convert it into a, like a radio episode. That'd be kind of cool. Kind of apparently they're doing that with um Black Widow and Jessica Jones. They have some pod like episodes they, like that. Yes, like, they do. Cool. They have uh through I can't remember what the company's called, but they also apparently have they're Thor. very good. They also have Thor. Um they they do a load of other genres and stuff as well, but uh, yeah, so yeah, so the company is called Serial Box, um, okay. and they do yeah they do Jessica Jones, Black Widow, Thor. They've done a bunch of other stuff. They're like um, it, I think it's like a subscription service, so you pay for like uh, the entire series, but then the, the entire series comes out week by week, so you can either read it or, or listen to it rather week by week, or you can wait until it's done and then pay for the whole thing. Um, yeah, apparently it's really good. Yeah, I've heard really good things about it. It's kind of cool. I should probably listen yeah. to it. Yeah, I did think about getting it, but um, there wasn't there wasn't enough on there that kind of interested me. Um, so I'll probably wait until there's a bit more, bit more, few bits and pieces on there. I think for me, it's just the Thor thing that the Thor story that interests me at the moment. So I guess I'll wait to see if I get any more any more franchises on there. Right. So, so has anyone got any? Uh, any watch recommendations from the last week? No. Other than this episode, of course. No. I don't have anything because um, I haven't watched anything else at all over the last week. So, no. <laughs> okay. What about you, Lynn? I really haven't watched anything this past week. Well. I've just been reading. What have you been reading? For your brain. I am actually rereading the Anacenti Daredevil run. Ah, is that the one that's got the uh, the sequel to By Right of Birth in it? Yes, it has an extended guest appearance by Gorgon and Karnak. Which uh, which issues is that of interest? Off the top of my head? Well, it's, uh, it's off, in the 270s, the, yeah. I Just, think. Yeah, <laughs> in, in yeah. Let, let okay. me rattle those up off, off the top of my head here, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Oh, come on. Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. <laughs> okay. Looks like it starts with uh, issue 273. Cool. Yeah, I think uh, I'll have to check that one out because it's one of those ones I think we can we could probably put into a like a review in the we, show at some point in the future. We really, really should. There There's is a lot, a lot to talk of- about with these. Yeah, yes. and I think by right by right of birth was like one of our earliest episodes as well. I think it's like episode eight yeah. or something. So Which it's is really good to do a follow up. Favorite in human stories ever. So we should definitely do a follow up. And also, Marvel needs to hire Anno Senti back. Yes. Yeah. Have you read? Uh, what is it? Is it the seeds? Have you read that? You, you, I think I we discussed not, it before. I heard it's very I've been good. reading it. Yeah, and have you enjoyed it's it? Also excellent. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's good. I need to pick that one up. 
Yeah, because I, I went on Twitter and I asked for a load of reader recommendations that wasn't particularly Marvel or DC, just because I, I get enough of Marvel and, well, not enough of DC, but I'm just not interested in diving into a whole new <laughs> kind of franchise just yet. Um, I just don't. And, uh, yeah, I think, I, think, I think it was you that recommended The Seeds, wasn't it, Lynn? Yep. Yeah, so I need to pick that one up. Yes. But in terms of in terms of watching recommendations, surprisingly, I am still watching Doctor Who. <laughs> oh, I'm not surprised about that. Actually, so, I have been watching. I've been rewatching the 1979 Spider Woman series, mm-hmm. um, and all, and all its insanity, insanity and glory. Um, but yeah, anyway, that's what I've been rewatching. It's on Disney Plus. It's insane. You should watch it. They were definitely on something when they made that show. That is a good yeah. point. Once I finish, once I finish Doctor Who, I need a new TV show to watch. You should watch the 1979 Spider Woman. It is nuts. Well, I was kind of thinking, <laughs> I was kind of thinking X Men animated series. You should watch that too. That was also yeah. very good. Yeah, it was classic. I, I, and, I, and I actually, I have it all on DVD as well. So I'm kind of like, I have I wasn't Disney allowed Plus, to watch but... it when I was a kid, but. I, I the episodes I did see. Um, the one I actually remember is a Rogue-centered one. Um, about like it's basically her origin story, and that's what made Rogue a fan. And I, Carol Danvers was sort of in it, but other than that, I didn't really watch the X Men because I wasn't allowed. And then when I finally was able to watch it, I just was like, eh, except for the Rogue episodes. See, I, I remember seeing uh like episodes of it when I was really young because it came out in the early '90s, and I think we got like digital TV and maybe the mid 90s and uh, i remember seeing a few of it on like um fox kids or whatever it was mm-hmm. uh which was pretty cool when i was a wee nipper <laughs> yeah, yeah i, I watched it when it was it, yeah i watched it when it was on air as well if the episodes i was able to sneak because i wasn't allowed to watch it um for stupid reasons but whatever um i would watch it when it was on air too i was like 10 or 11 when it came mm-hmm. out yeah, I remember my opinion was there was not enough Nightcrawler in it because I think he's only in like <laughs> one episode. Yeah, and and yet Morph gets a fucking episode. <laughs> and Morph, like... yeah, Morph's freaking everywhere, but I get like one Nightcrawler episode. Oh, my little! Uh, I remember my little brother really liking Morph. I, uh, why? Uh, why? I don't why would know. You like Morph? He's like the Scrappy Doo of that show. I I just liked Rogue. She was uh, the only one I really liked. I think and I think I'm gonna be honest with you that my favorite character out of that series is is gotta be like Magneto or Beast because like why not <laughs> you know nobody likes him except me. No, I think there are people that like Magneto. Yeah. I think you just have to. Yeah, I, I, but I mean, at, at the time, I think he was very much yeah. a villain. Oh yeah. And like uh, I think um, obviously it's only it's only sort of since I want to say mid 2000s that he became sort of like you know mid range mid middle of the road kind of is he a hero is he not so but yeah that's that's uh <laughs> that's our reading and uh and and, and watching recommendations so but if you if you want to if you want to rec- recommend us anything else to read anything else to watch or um if you want to just get hold of us in general uh feel free to find us on twitter which is um at Atalan Rising One, or uh, feel free to send us an email at the show at atalanrising.com. And we shall see you next, next week. Episode. Next week. Yay.